1: sleeping dogs now on digital that's com slash
2: hello and welcome to the first official episode of the 2023 college football season you are listening to wannabe walk-ons a nebraska football and craft beer fan podcast the official podcast of the nebraska craft brewers guild and a proud member of the herd at sports network I'm Ben, and I'm joined, as always, by my friend and co-host, Drew.
3: Thanks, Ben, and thank you all for joining us. For those new to the show, each episode, Ben and I will sample craft beers, mostly local, some beyond, while sharing our unique brand of Husker Football Insight.
2: We encourage you to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Wannabe Walk-Ons for the most
3: up-to-date show information. And please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform or listen to each episode on wannabewalkons.com. It wouldn't be a season kickoff
2: without a visit from Nebraska Craft Beer's notorious bad boy head brewer from Big Hair Brew House in
3: Hardington, Nebraska, Mr. Reed Trenhale. Reed will join Ben and I as we stock our garage fridges for the upcoming season with a Nebraska Craft Beer Draft. I'm Drew. And I'm Ben, and this is Wannabe Walk-Ons.
2: So, Drew, to kick things off, a little bit of how the sausage is made, and the way that these podcasts sometimes get recorded, especially in the preseason, things are a little out of order,
3: correct? to say the least. We'll
2: be recording this first episode, then we're going to be recording our third episode, and then I think our second episode, and then fourth and fifth. They're previews, so it works out that way. We're not reacting to anything uh, except for each other's camaraderie and the funny things that come out of our mouths. like the word camaraderie, (laughs) like I'm reading a Boy Scouts book from the 1930s. Make sure that you and your best friend share an evening of camaraderie underneath the evening stars. (laughs) Anyway, so how the sausage uh, gets made, (laughs) what we're talking about here, Um, this episode is going to come out the day after we record our live show. Okay. And I just thought it would be nice to thank those who came to the live show on this episode because the, the next day they will have kind of an episode to listen to right after hearing this episode. So I just want to give a shout out to everyone who came, uh, your dad, Roger. Yeah, yeah that one person. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Very supportive. Yeah, man, yeah, incredibly supportive. Yeah. Gives us a lot of shouts, shout outs on uh, social media. Yeah. Always grateful for that and just figure, hey, let's give one a return to old Raj.
3: Yeah, thanks, dad. Yeah. A preemptive thank you to you, but not preemptive because you're listening to this in a time that's in the future.
2: Kind of weird when you think about it. Yeah, the space-time continuum, <laughs> where things exist in time, but the time, like, is 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 it linear? It's a flat circle.
3: Is it? Yeah.
2: So you're a part of like the Arrival theory. The movie. Have you seen the movie Arrival? I have not. Awesome. Well, then uh, let me tell you <laughs> the entire, entire plot we'll of break the it movie. Down. No, okay, this no, is no, the we're not going to do. that. Ducks. What we are going to do today instead is have a Nebraska craft beer draft where you and I stock our proverbial fridges. Trent Trenhale from Big Hair Brewhouse is going to do the same. We're going to call him in just a minute here uh, and get him on the horn as well. And he's going to do the draft with us because anytime you get a chance to have Reed, uh on a recording, chances <laughs> are something fun is going to be said. So uh, we'll get to him in a second. But what's really important is we are a Nebraska craft beer podcast. We work alongside the Guild. We just renewed our membership with them um, within the past week as well for the upcoming season Normally, we do a little blurb about supporting Nebraska craft beer, uh, but I figured since this episode is literally us covering 21 different Nebraska craft beers or, or, or 18 Nebraska craft beers and three Big Ten beers, I, I think it's just safe to say drink Nebraska beer.
3: Yeah. I think people will get the message. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of great stuff out there. and, and We're going to the, talk about a lot of it. I said there's going to be a lot of undrafted free agents, too, that, that are more than willing or more than, more than, I don't even know what I'm trying to say.
2: More than capable of filling a slot. That's I mean, there's, the one. There's a lot of starters out there. You know. Yeah. We're we're gonna pick six each from the Nebraska. We'll go over the rules. We don't need to dive into the the weeds just yet. But we'll will need to recover them when we, Reed comes on. You know, just to make sure <laughs> that he's feeling. Yeah. You know, in line with everything we're doing. So I think without further ado, we should we should give him a ringling on my tele thing and uh, <laughs> get him on the show. Sounds great. Awesome. Hey, what's up,
1: brother?
2: Hey Reed. hey Reed, how we doing? Reed, are you there? Did we already lose ya? Well, shit. <laughs> Reed, are you there? Reed. <laughs> can
1: you hear me? We there can
2: hear you, you, are, you now. Man. Oh, this is riveting. This is good. This, this is, is, is good stuff. This is the how
1: you, guys, how you guys doing? We're great,
2: man. How are you? Oh. Tired. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> tell us, tell us what is coming down the pipeline for you within this month. I mean, we're we know you just got married last year, but I know you got some big things coming this uh, this month.
1: Yeah, uh, hopefully next couple weeks my kitchen's done. That'd be a uh, be a great age stress it off my back, uh, and then uh, expecting my first child here in about.
3: Four weeks, three weeks. All right, yeah, congrats, man. Starts with the kitchen. So, yep, yep. Bringing the <laughs> lead. <laughs> yeah. well, we we uh
1: we decided that we needed we needed a good deadline for our kitchen or never done.
2: Gotcha. Well, those deadlines are important when it comes to those home renovation projects. We we just knocked some out here. We're right. finally in our basement where we can record, and it's not looking like a dungeon. It looks like a, a, a real space and. I know Drew. When you moved into your house, you had quite the list too. Yeah, yeah.
3: We took care of like fifty years worth of renovations that weren't done throughout the entire house. So, and by well, we, I mean mostly my fun. dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, that's so, right. it's what they're for.
3: Yeah, I, I was I would,
1: do, do, I would, I wouldn't do this in a million years, but I have a a father in law that works construction and a dad that was an electrician. So, <laughs> oh, oh
3: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, lean <laughs> on the people that know what they're doing.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a good pair to have when it comes to those and kind there, of projects. And they work for free, which is awesome.
3: That's nice. Well, I would hope you at least, like, feed them some beers every once in a while.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah.
3: yeah. There we go. Well, Reed, what do you say we, we
2: dive into this beer draft and, and let you get back to, well, hopefully you get to relax after you do this. You don't have to keep going back to your kitchen work tonight, but.
1: Oh, I laid concrete at my father-in-law's house before this, and then uh, now it's, uh, now I get to just relax for a bit, and then then it's back to the grind. But that's okay.
2: So you're renovating a kitchen. You're laying concrete. Man, I feel bad for wearing moisturizer and for sitting in front of a computer for nine hours for my
1: job. <laughs> well, that's, that's that's the other part of my job. That's my other job. That's what I do at the other job.
2: Okay, it's not a competition. For you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the
2: draft is the competition.
1: I don't, I don't, I don't put moisturizer on my hands, Joe. You know?
2: <laughs> well, if I don't, they get, they get, they, you know, they crack. Right now, it's not too bad. It's Never, we don't need We don't need to, don't need to dive you in. that's no, right.
1: That's right.
2: How do you know that this is Ben? This could be Drew. You don't see us.
1: <laughs> I, I totally recognize you guys. Oh voices. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm going to go over the rules for this draft, and uh, they're simple. Each person has a fridge that they are stocking for the upcoming football season. You get six beers from Nebraska. One beer from within the Big Ten's footprint. Specific beers cannot be repeated, but breweries can. Uh, we'll snake the draft with Reed as our guest going first, then Drew as a guest in my house, then myself, then myself, Drew, Reed, and we'll keep going in that order. How's everyone feel about those uh, those rules? Sounds good. We lost you again, Reed. Are you, are you there? Yeah. Okay. You good with those rules?
1: Yeah, sounds, I only caught about half of them, but that's, that's just the life, right? <laughs>
2: yeah. All righty. Well, go ahead, Reed. You have the uh, the first pick. The floor is yours.
1: Uh, my first pick, I picked uh, The Limey Bastard by Scratch Town.
2: Tell us a little bit about it's that a, beer.
1: It's a, a Lime Pilsner, super light, classic pills, but with that classic refreshing uh, lime taste that is perfect for those first few football games. And nice and Scratch, Town, Scratch Town doesn't make bad beer, so
3: no, they don't. They, I've got a couple of of their beers on my list as options to go with. They're an incredible brewery.
2: Awesome. I'm actually headed. I'm headed there next week for work. Which which work? Right. Are you laying concrete there, or are you brewing beer, or
1: uh, energy work? Okay, nice. So I'll be headed there for uh, a work meeting, in or not specifically to Scratch Town, but that's part of the part of the. The dwarf tours we're stopping at Scratch so It'll be nice to see Caleb and Mike.
3: There you go. Yeah, you gotta make the detour if you're going all the way out there.
1: Oh yeah. Beers will be had. Absolutely. I, I happen to be a
2: fan of Wonder Twins. That's that's a good one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that on your list? Drew? That's on my
3: list. <laughs> I'm sure Lord of Horde. Yeah. yeah. Those are both mm. both good ones. <laughs> all right, Drew, we'll take it away. Who is gonna be your first round draft pick? Okay. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna follow a true uh classic draft style by selecting a quarterback with my first overall pick. Um, and I'm going to go with a true classic American pale ale from Corn Coast uh, brewing company out in Lincoln. Um, and so uh, this is a, this is a, like I said, it's a pale ale. Um, it's hundred percent cascade hops, um, which are the most commonly used hop that you'll find, uh, I think in the country in craft beer. Um, but this is just, just great citrus floral um, balance against that, that mm-hmm. pale ale uh backbone. Um super drinkable, super uh dependable. Um there's a, a great uh flavor and complexity to it that keeps you coming back, keeps things interesting. And so that that's my quarterback it, it took number me, one.
2: it took me too long to realize that the name of the beer is true classic American Pale Ale. Oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I did I say like, true classic like, like four times I
3: before, like, before I even what's said the,
2: what's the fucking name of this <laughs> beer
3: <laughs> true I classic. didn't know I
1: was supposed the- to I didn't know i was supposed to assign a, uh, a position to each one of
3: these dudes. Oh no, you don't have to. This is just me going. Oh, okay. o- this is me going over the top. This is my own say, way of uh, selecting.
1: Scratchdown would be like. Go again. Like picking up on her first round draft pick. One, you
3: hear one, me? One, no, one more time.
1: <laughs> no. I said I said picking. Uh, scratch sounds blind. This bastard be like picking a punter for the first time, no. <laughs> but like a really good one,
3: like a, yeah, like, like a, a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. Future Hall of Famer, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> like he's 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 punching at least eighty yards every kick. Yeah, that was that was whether worth whether whether he needs to or not.
2: That, that was worth making you repeat that multiple times <laughs> that for that good. for that little punchline there. Oh man! All right, so. I I'm not uh I'm not doing what Drew's doing. I'm not drafting uh, actual players, but I do have uh some blurbs to defend uh my my decisions here. Cuz you
3: know we're going to question them. I, yeah. You
2: know, you never know. So uh I'm going to open with my first round pick with Espresso Self Coffee Infused German Kolsch from Monolithic Brewing in Omaha. Going to go uh, with them. that.
1: That's a good one. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, that's a that's that's a real good one. And and here's here's a little Blurb I have if you want to talk about being uh, a little extra. The perfect beer for an 11 a.m. kickoff. Pour me a pint and fry up some eggs. Slide me a glass while you smear cream cheese on my bagel. Pop the top of a crowler as you flop my flapjacks. None of these are euphemisms. This is a breakfast beer if I've ever had one. The nose is of a beautiful roasted coffee with a hint of vanilla sweetness and hazelnut richness. The body of the beer is crisp, cool, and refreshing. It's the perfect way to ease my tummy into a day of drinking while still feeling like I'm sipping on my morning cup of joe. So that is why I'm taking that one first. Overall, that is going to be the first beer to start my day uh, on a Nebraska game
3: day. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good like, 11, 11 a.m. kickoff beer. It's right literally there. the <laughs> first thing that I said. Is that what you said? And I wasn't listening. The perfect beer
1: <laughs> for that's an 11 a.m. kickoff. That's, uh, that's a good nightcap,
2: too. Ooh, that's a good call. That would. I mean, it's like
3: it's like the bagel bites of beer. You can yeah. have it anytime
2: You know the best thing about this right. beer is I had it for the first time, A couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging out with Shane at Monolithic, and he said, "Have you had espresso self?" And Drew was like, "Have you had espresso self?" And I was like, "I have not had espresso self."
3: Yeah. It was. It's a good one. You were then. Then,
2: then you. Then you had espresso self. Then I had espresso.
3: And now,
1: <laughs> <laughs> then I then I had it. Yeah.
3: And, and now, I, now it's at the top of your list.
1: Now your life has been changed for the better.
3: It really ha
2: I mean, it, it literally jumped up the board on one of my favorite Nebraska beers.
3: Yeah. That's the best thing about going out and trying craft beers is that you you go out and experience new things and, and find something that uh lights up your life.
2: Yeah, like yeah. read as a friend. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh <God. laughs> and, Yeah, I'm um, jealous of you guys. Oh go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, why why are you jealous of us? Oh, yeah,
1: they got all the I mean, this craft beer wasteland.
2: Yeah, but you also have a, a brewery of your own. That
1: you, yeah. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> it's nice to get some. I'm 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 running dry on ideas. I got I got to go get inspired.
2: Well, I would recommend a beer that is a coffee infused German Kolsch.
1: <laughs> Perfect.
2: I'll add it to the list, and you can call it a whole latte love. There you go. Yeah, because you cause you guys you guys do like the hair metal names. Oh yeah, yeah. Isn't that a Led Zeppelin song?
3: A whole lot of love. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: oh, yeah, it is. There yeah. you go.
3: Oh man, nice. Look at that. Perfect. This is why you come on the show, Reed.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly why. All right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what number you guys. I'm on my second beer already. Oh yeah. You know what we should oh, do? We should say what we're drinking. That's fine. So, Reed, do why don't you
2: start off off with uh, what are you drinking right now?
1: Well, my first beer was um, a new a new beer at Big Hair, and it is it was a uh, our classic Fields of Gold, uh, but with lemonade. So it's a nice. Uh, it's called Rays of Gold, and it's a nice summer shandy cream ale. It is delicious. That sounds
3: amazing. Uh, I
1: love. It's I love Field. Very of Gold. tasty. Yeah. And yeah. now, and now I just cracked open a B side.
3: Nice. Oh, that's a good one. Very nice out in your wasteland where you have nothing to drink. Right. Yeah. You're complaining of living in the desert, but you're in an oasis. So
2: (laughs) Very small oasis. (laughs) Hey, but I hear you got a nice nine hole out there.
1: Yes, it's beautiful. So, you know. I've yet yet to golf. I've yet to golf it this summer. Really?
2: I've been so fricking busy. Well, that's true. I mean, you, you have a baby on the way. Oh, excuse me. You have a
3: kitchen. A kitchen on the way. <laughs> a kitchen on, a the way. kitchen on the way and a yeah. baby
2: on the way too. Well, what are you drinking, Drew, now that mm. I caught you mid sip?
3: Oh, no, you're good. Um I am drinking Bit Thick, the American Strong Ale from five oh five. Um we just had him on the show. And uh
1: you must have a rough Thursday.
3: <laughs> I am on vacation. I've had the entire week off. Uh oh,
1: lucky <laughs> bastard. Yeah,
3: right. Um, but no, I took the, I took the kids to the zoo today and it was like a top 10 weather day. And so I've been surrounded by crowds of, of people who are just blissfully unaware of their surroundings and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and it, just, it was just chaos. And sounds, so, yeah, so I was ready. Sounds
1: to, like my own living hell. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> Reed, are you okay?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs>
3: We'll take you at your work, buddy.
1: We're going. We're going to the zoo the end of August, and I'm not really looking forward to it.
3: Well, you know, pack it. Get a get one of the camel the camel packs that you wear. You know, for your hydration, and just fill it with beer. They don't
1: yeah, check. Have they beer in check. Little,
2: can you have beer in the zoo? Little beer, little zoo. Little
3: you little you, zoo. you can if you know what you're doing. But I oh, I, I don't I always know what I'm it. doing.
2: <laughs> I'm going to pivot away from us breaking uh, laws at
1: the yeah, zoo. Uh, yeah, never yeah, would yeah. ever do that in a never. million years. No, They have brewed no. at the zoo.
2: Yeah, they do, and it's like sanctioned for that. Of anyways, I am yeah, drinking uh, <laughs> Ranchero Mexican lager from our friend uh, Jeremy out at Divot's. Uh, Jeremy!
1: He heard you. He just heard you.
2: He perked up. I
1: bet he did. Um, we have he, a special connection. His uh, mutton chops with England. <laughs>
2: It's funny as we go through all these and we're like, well, yeah, no, we, we, you know, hung out with Jeremy. Oh, we hung out with the guys from 505. Oh, we got Reed on the line. Oh, we got, you know, it's, it's, it's real nice. It's nice to kind of reflect back and look back and see on uh, who we've just got to hang out with. Yeah. Just got a little met a lot out of there. really great people. Yeah. Yeah. And that does it for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm drinking Ranchero, Mexican lager, um, a real nice, easy drinking lager made out of cornflake. Um, just a, a good all-around beer, easy to sip on. A good, a good running start. This isn't my next pick uh, by any means, but it is a, a really good beer that's easily crushable and would uh, would take the place, uh, as they say, as maybe a bush light killer uh, in some lineups. So, big fan of this guy. Um, I'm going to switch things up with my second pick already, and uh, I might get a C minus grade on my draft picks, but I want to throw this one out there. Uh, and, and I could have saved this for six because no one's going to take this. <laughs> but I'm picking Thunder Punch Grape from Thunderhead Brewing in Kearney, Nebraska. Now, this is a perfect crushable malt beverage handcrafted in Nebraska. It perfectly counters the fake sugar sweetness of the seltzer craze with a hard soda that drinks like Grape Fanta. While the other flavors in the lineup fall a little short for me, which are the cherry and the lime, the Thunder Punch Grape pairs perfectly with all the game day snacks and an early morning or afternoon kickoff. I absolutely need to have Thunder Punch in my lineup. It is my go-to uh, drink for most games. I will have at least one of them. Um,
1: if I have too many, it
2: upsets my tummy because it's a lot of sugar.
1: <laughs> but, man... Honestly. It- that, that was that was feel. I did not expect that at all. Like I said, <laughs> but, I condone, I could, yeah. but I condone you that's That I do enjoy a good Thunder Punch. Yeah, yeah,
2: they they are they are something. When I had that first grape, I was like, oh no, I'm gonna have so much sugar in my system.
1: It's like pop, but better.
2: Yeah,
3: because there's alcohol in it. Because it's because it's alcohol. Yeah. I'm, so I've never yeah, I've never I, had a Thunder Punch. You it won't. You're, yeah, yeah.
1: You're, you're about. To you're about the thunderclap.
3: Does it <laughs> does it lean beer or Kool-Aid? No, no it's, a,
1: or it's, it's Kool-Aid. It, it, it's Kool-Aid. Yeah.
2: Okay. It's to like have, it's literally like part of the seltzer craze. Okay. But without kind of the artificial sweetness that comes with some yeah. of those seltzers. Uh-huh. And it and it has the artificial grape flavor, not mm-hmm. trying to taste like a grape.
1: So it, it, it Trevor, Trevor, Trevor at Thunderhead crushed that one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll
2: I'll I'll make sure you have some. I'll check this it out. Season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll also stain the hell out of your carpet, so just be careful <laughs> that way too. <laughs> All right, Drew, pick number two.
3: All you. right, okay. I am um, gonna go ahead. I'm gonna. I'm gonna um, stick in Lincoln, and I'm gonna go with uh, my hybrid linebacker, Copper Alt German Alt beer from Zipline. Um, it's a German Alt beer. It clocks in at five point two percent. It's a multi. A uh, little chocolatey, little hazelnut, um, just a beautiful beer that just it sits perfectly between the ale and the lager fence. And so it fits nicely if you're looking for that hybrid uh, hybrid guy on your team. Um, drinkable on like every occasion, any season, um, any time of year. And it's just an incredibly good beer. Like um, I remember I, I had it a few times in the past, and I don't think I fully appreciated it. And then one day I had it on tap. Um, I think in their tap room downtown here in Omaha, and it—I don't—I don't know what it was about that day, but it just like it just opened up and it was like, holy shit, like, this is actually like an incredibly delicious beer. So that's my second pick, Copper Ale. Sound
1: like you had you had quite a moment with that beer.
3: I did have it was a moment. Me and that beer, we yeah, I don't know.
1: It's for you. Yeah, it's important to have those kind of things, you know. Yeah.
3: Well, because yeah, because sometimes like I don't know, you just. Sometimes you, I just drink beer just to drink beer. Right, and I don't think right. I fully understand. Um, and then yeah, and then every once in a while, like you go to like one that you've had a few times, and and suddenly start, it just becomes something that it wasn't before, and you can write and you can start, appreciate it for what it is.
1: Start making it, and then you'll uh, then you'll all of a sudden be picking apart every single beer you drink, and then then it's all fun. It's no more fun, and then uh, your life's go <laughs> over it. Reed, I'm really starting yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm real worried about Reed. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna glaze
2: over whatever you're working through
1: and tell us your next beer Reed. all right this one uh this one my next beer is from my boy nicholas mccoy out 719 and that is his kettle sour i am not a huge kettle sour fan um i've only made once in my life and it was a pro flop um and, but his kettle sour, he has a couple different flavors of it, but they're all very, very good. They're nice, that's a nice non-tartness, but yet still very crushable. It's usually like 4.5-ish or something like that, if I remember correctly. It's been a while. But, uh, Nick, if you're listening? Love you. See you soon. Um, uh, and also, what else do I want to say? Shoot. Awesome chance,
2: thought. Well, I, I'll say I'll jump in here. I had the chance to visit Seven One Nine last year, and that's a cool little spot. Incredibly hospitable. Uh, I haven't been there. I
1: haven't even been there yet.
2: Oh, so you know, you just had good friends bringing your beer to try their beer. No,
1: out. it was him. <laughs> oh. I I met I met Nick the first time at our float trip that we did back in twenty twenty one. Right when the brewery opened, I met him, and. And then I just saw him again for this, the second time this past, uh, 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 the big chill at Divot. He came up to Norfolk for the beer festival and I had seen him for over a year and we just picked up like things and never even left. It's like we've been, you know, friends forever and he's just a nice guy and, uh, yeah. I believe it. Really good
2: I, I had a nice conversation with uh, with his daughter uh, at the brewery, and it, again, incredibly hospitable. They were super kind. We got to feature them um, last season on the podcast. Uh, they put out some good stuff, and they got a cool little spot there where it's it's real welcoming, and, and it seems like a nice hangout for the town of Alliance.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: So, Reed, it's back-to-back. Back. You've, you've got the snake end uh, coming your way. Oh, so what shit. is your Okay. Um, what's beer number three for you, man?
1: My number three. Oh, sorry. Uh, the kettle sour from Seven One Nine is like a uh, long snapper. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> everyone needs a good long snapper. Um, my third pick would be Kazuki's Dead Man's Run. Oh, that's that,
2: a great that, one. That
1: that that's a beer to convert any domestic drinker into craft beer. That is just uh, really easy going, really delicious. Premium lager I actually have I have dreams about that beer <laughs> they're pretty short usually but <laughs> I have dreams about them
3: that's my that's my go-to beer like if I don't know what I want when I'm I, in the store grabbing something I'll just grab dead man's run
1: I, w- I wish I I had it more accessible because I my fridge is full of Coors Banquet right now because that's just that's what we have here so uh but if I could get that beer like all the time, I would. I would. That my fridge would be nothing but that usually. With yeah. for you know lawn mowing beer.
2: I mean that's even yeah that's a great all that's a good shower beer that's a good lawn mowing beer that's a good kicking my feet up got to get some work done working on a kitchen Great, every, celebrating great everything beer, beer. and everything yeah. beer.
3: Um, Sam does a lot of really good stuff like real oh, with the yeah. classic styles. He is one that I didn't have on my list. Um, that you can only get in lincoln at their tap house um called round and round which is an english brown ale Mm. and it's a super sessionable it's like 3.2 percent or something like that but it's like very true to that style and it's it's so fucking incredible it's so fucking good like i can't even begin to explain how how much complexity there is in in the the malt profile on that beer and just just how drinkable it is so i don't know he's he's one of my favorite brewers
2: so if, if you've got a punter and a long snapper read, is dead <laughs> what is dead man's run then for you? Is that a
1: Oh, he's for sure probably like a left tackle. Okay. Yeah,
2: okay. Yep. That's, yeah. Yeah. Like reliable. Re- have
1: reliable. A... Someone that if you ran across him in a dark alley, you'd probably die. <laughs> you know, a real big, mean brute, for sure.
3: Nice. Uh, I love it.
1: But but still but still really soft at heart, you know. You know, yeah, has got a soft side
3: to him. Yeah, you know, off the field. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Got a nice, true little girlfriend. You know.
2: I want Reed to keep going. I want to, I want you just to get lost in this fantasy. Yeah. Just,
1: you know, got a nice, true little girlfriend. Runs at least, gets at least, you know, a 3.9. Um, from small town Nebraska. You know, big dreams. Little heart.
3: You you sound like you're creating your own alter ego, like the own oh, the, the shit, life you're. You I know that. I forgot I
1: was talking <laughs> to you guys. All right, Drew, you've um,
3: got <laughs> your third pick. Okay, all right. So with my third pick, I'm going to take a running back. Um, I'm going to take OJ's Bronco. You son of a bitch! <laughs> had you had son of a to, bitch! I I I'm amazed that uh, you didn't go that route. You 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 reached on on your thunder punch there and left oj on the board so i'm taking him it a is a beautiful milkshake so ipa out of uh, pint nine um oj obviously that's why it's my running back um but it's velvet smooth orange I delicious you- <laughs> <laughs> uh it 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 uh fits the taste buds like a glove according uh-huh. to to pint nine which i think is great but it also hits at 7.3 percent like it's got a lot of alcohol so it's not afraid to you know lay down a shoulder and and uh run people over yeah yeah i love i love that beer that beer for me um when when i first started trying pint nine um that was the one that was that put them on my radar i guess where it was like okay i gotta keep coming back and finding out what else what else they can do yeah so okay So
2: O.J.'s Bronco was also very much on my list, and uh, I'm going to read my blurb about them, but I also have a fun little tidbit about O.J.'s Bronco. Awesome. So while Miller High Life claims to be the champagne of beers, O.J.'s Bronco could be considered the mimosa of beers. Did the night game run long and you're not powering through to brunch? Crack open an O.J.'s Bronco and enjoy the tart citrus orange notes, the sharp, dry, and bitter hints of hop, and the smooth finish of the lactose to round off any hard edges. If you've been pounding a few heavy beers, OJ is the perfect response to top off the night as its brightness will reawaken your taste buds. Not to mention, it will be the perfect beer to welcome USC to the Big Ten and keep you going (laughs) during the first midnight (laughs) kickoff of the 2024 season. Um, Uh, So OJ's Bronco came out in, I think, 2019 or 2020. And that was when they, Pint Nine first uh, introduced it. And when we called Pint Nine to record there and sit down with Joe Javastout with Michael Myers, and have a conversation with him. I mentioned that you know OJ's Bronco is my favorite beer. And they're like, oh, what do you think of the differences between last year and this year? And I was like, you changed the recipe. And they're like, yeah, we think we can make it better. And that's where I'm just, I'm like, yeah, love it because yeah. they they don't rest on the fact that like this was good the first time. And Reed, I'm sure you can speak to that too. That just because a beer is good the first time doesn't mean it can't be better the next time.
1: Right, or it can suck the first time and then you make it again, then it's great.
2: All right. So now I'm going to move on. <laughs> Sorry. Did I, did I, what? Did you catch what I said? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: You he, he said <laughs> it sucks
3: the first time, but you make it great the next time because you're not yeah, going to. Exactly. Yeah. Because you no, learn yeah. through failure. Yes. Yeah. Right. I gave it air you're to breathe. A, you're a resilient character. Neither of you said anything, so I moved on.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. And just because of that, my third pick is Fields of Gold Cream Ale. From Big Hair Brew House in Hardington, Nebraska. Is it that is you. <laughs> if this podcast was a boat, this beer would be the champagne we shatter on her hole for the maiden voyage. This baby started it all and set us on a course for good luck. A crisp, flavorful, easy drinker that sets you on the right track for the rest of the day. Bright noise. Bright, bright, notes. <laughs> bright notes of orange and a gently creamy sweetness from the corn blend perfectly in this early masterpiece from our best friend in the biz, Mr. Reed Hale. Not only a must. You, go ahead.
1: Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish your Sorry, I didn't interrupt. No, no, no. Last time I didn't,
2: I didn't say anything, so go ahead, Reed.
1: No, I was just going to say, oh, you, well, you guys had it last time you guys were here. It's like eon past the first time you guys had it. It's so good. It's it
2: is we agree, but it's great every time.
3: Yeah, I've never not enjoyed Fields of Gold ever.
1: I'll finish what I was going to say. I, I, God damn it! Quit interrupting me. <laughs> I I can't read your lips, so I don't know when you're going to stop talking.
3: I will say to so. interrupt Ben. I will say this: that I was not I was not on the cream ale train until after I had Fields of Gold, and then after that I was like I ha then I had to go and try every single one that I could get my hands on. Um 'Cause it was so it was just such a it was such a good beer. I didn't know what a cream ale was, to be honest. Um, it's it's love. It's love, yeah. Tastes like it. Yeah, it does. Not only is it, it a must is. have on <laughs> god damn
1: it.
2: Okay, nobody talk for like four seconds. Not only is it a must have on game day, but an easy contender for the perfect Nebraska craft beer to lead the charge on tap in Memorial Stadium.
1: That's very flattering. Thank you.
2: Hey, I mean, it. that's that's one of those beers that uh, Drew and I, I mean, every time we get to sit down with a brewer, sit down with a brewery and have a nice conversation, if they have a cream ale on tap, every time we sit down, we tell them, it wasn't until we had a cream ale from Big Hair that we started to respect these beers um, and, and hunt them down and seek them out. And when we sat down at, uh, at Salt Mine City, Drew and I both left the cream ale for last because we were so excited to try the cream ale, and that stems from our conversation and our first meeting two years ago with you, Reed. So, yeah, you know, we we like cream but also the Fields of Gold uh, is is the standard for us.
1: Yeah, thank you. You're yeah, welcome. I can't keep that be- I can't keep that beer on tap. Uh, it hasn't been on for a while. I've been kind of testing some new um, new light beers, I guess. Um some are better than others. But yeah, no, it it's they'll be acting they'll be I'm, I've been I've been really good at keeping B side on on tap and then uh my next goal is to keep fields to gold on. Their recipes are so similar that it's it's kinda hard to justify or kinda hard to judge how much I need for it. So sure. but I think come this next grain order I'll be keeping it on tap for a long time.
2: I like to hear that.
1: Because it's, it's easy, I found out that it's easier to keep beers on tap, and then then waiting for beers to come off to put new beers on tap. Sure, yeah. If that makes any sense, yeah. I think so. I think it <laughs> so makes sense. I, at least, at least, I hope think yeah, you think it makes sense. Then that's fine.
3: <laughs> how many, how many um, beers do you have on tap right now? All twelve. All twelve.
1: With two in the with two in the bullpen.
3: Yeah.
2: Dang. A lefty and a righty? Or you got two righties? Uh, They're uh, they're, they're multi-baseball draft now? I don't know. Yeah. You just cut Reed off, though, when he answered. Like (laughs) a dude? They're
1: they're ambidextrous. Nice.
2: They can go on land or water. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, because it's a snake, I get to eat my own tail, and I'm next. So let's fucking get it. I'm going with Blackfoot Barley Wine from Flyover Brewing Company in Scottsbluff, Nebraska. I've prepped my stomach and my taste buds with some of the most flavorful and light offerings this side of the Missouri, that side of the Platte, and who knows what side of the Elkhorn River. Now I'm ready to drop a bomb and get turned out. We got a big, bold, bombastic bastard of a beer full of rich caramel notes, strong bourbon, and enough barley wine barrel funk to keep your palate awake. Don't fear getting burned on the tarmac by this beer. When the barley wine is this balanced, your tasters remain alive and well. Love this beer. Uh, I've been fortunate to have a couple iterations of it. Went out to Scott's Bluff last year on that same trip out to Alliance. Got to get a bottle out there of, I believe, the 2020. So it had a couple of extra years on it. Nice. Ooh, it is, it is something. Flyover is another one of those breweries that makes great beer. They even made a, a jalapeno beer that I thought was good, and I cannot stand when people put chili peppers in beer. Um, but that's just a testament to being being able to make a great base beer and then adding adjuncts down the road. Did to kind you have of of a nice? Did you have
1: a conversation with Shane at Monolithic about chili beers?
2: No, I did not. Should I? Oh, add- he, he's
1: a he's a big he's a big hothead. He loves heat. Uh, it was like back in February. I think they had like a a pepper beer challenge where they like made like the super hot like I don't remember the dish, but it was like a super hot dish, and then it has like a a pepper beer that had a whole bunch of habaneros and chilies and stuff in it.
3: Okay. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a festival for me, but I will say that if I was going to try it, I would trust, I would trust Shane. Yeah,
2: I would. I would trust Shane Reed this is nothing against you, I would not trust you because I feel like you would fuck oh, with us. I, you I, would be like...
1: <laughs> I, I, no, I, I wouldn't trust myself either.
2: You'd be, I, you'd be like, no, this is just a little Tabasco and it'd be a fucking Reaper or yeah. something like that. And you'd be like, haha, got you guys.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't even know the difference, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, so Blackfoot Barley Wine. And, and you're probably going to be able to guess which direction I'm going. If I'm going off the deep end with Barley Wines now, I ain't coming back. Yeah,
3: yeah. So. I can... I, it's I'm, already, I'm just going to write down your next one because I'm already going to guess it. But. I got a,
2: I got a couple of skill players early on, and now I'm just going with offensive and defensive linemen, just some big fucking uglies. All
3: right. Well, speaking – it's my turn, right? Yeah. Speaking of offensive line, I'm going to draft my offensive linemen right now. Um, my guy is he's smaller in stature, so he's not going to be a tackle. He's going to be an interior guy. Uh, it's Feisty Walrus. It's the English Brown Ale out of Monolithic – um, since we were just talking about him, I guess, uh, this is one of my all time faves. Um, it's roasty, toasty chocolate, uh, caramel. It's, it's delicious. Um, the name feisty walrus is a great name for any offensive lineman. I feel like, um, and all of this strength of this beer, it's not in the ABV. It's only 4.6. You can drink a lot of it, but all the strength is in the flavor. Um, and so that's my next pick. For offensive line, I haven't had feisty walrus, uh, but
2: I will say when we sat down at Monolithic uh, before Shane even said, "Would you like a beer?" Drew
3: just walked in. And he goes, "Feisty walrus." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they see me coming, and they don't, now they'll know. Yeah. yeah, it's it's such a oh, it's such a good beer. It is, and I think I'm I think I'm starting to get really turned on to brown ales in general too. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's a lot. I think there's a good like spectrum of of different flavor profiles that you can get from of, and so I think it, it's a a style of beer that is worth exploring. So
2: kind of in that same right. vein of, you know, Drew talking about a certain style Reed, you mentioned you're getting into some more light beer offerings. It was there kind of some inspiration behind diving into more light beers. Were you trying to explore um, and kind of find?
1: Yeah. I was just trying to see what people like. Um, I guess uh, right now I got a Blondale ale waiting to go on. It's like a 4% Blondale that I, I, I stole some from the keg, but uh, it's very, very good. It's so easy. so crushable. Um, and then I got Hairball coming back on here shortly. Nice. Yeah. Hopefully after this weekend. Um, uh, I got a, a new version of Punk in the Street called uh, BV, BV Express. Say, that, uh, say that one use, more time, the name I, of that one more time. Express. Okay. Uh, it's a a Pilsner. Uh, it's a, an American hop Lager, I guess you'd call it. Um, with uh, Bow Valley hops from uh, Six Marine hops up in Yankton. Nice. So local. Uh, pretty stoked about that. It's gonna be a kind of a nice, deep uh, gold slash kind of orangish, and uh, it should. It should slap pretty hard. So, I'm pretty excited about that.
3: Yeah, it sounds Got awesome. Got a couple
1: of IPAs. Got a couple of IPAs coming out here soon that I'm pretty excited for. It. Our, um uh, our bus money's coming back, which is a, uh, Australian hop, uh, IPA. And then, uh, a new American IPA that um, let's see what else I'll put in it. It's Comet from Christensen, Triple Pearl from Christensen. Citra. So that should be a good one. It's
2: going to be
1: juicy. Mhm. It's going to be awesome. That sounds great. And I I loaded her up.
3: That's what I like to hear.
2: We're going to we're going to we're going to have to bring some beer find a way to do a beer swap with you if we have to send oh. you out a care package to quote Mitch Hedberg well, well, I, I like UPS we'll they're open. a drug dealer they don't know it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: we'll find a time
1: to go golfing.
2: Yes, sir. You can you can put on that baby Bjorn and and uh <laughs> we'll, we'll go hack I'll
1: bring her, I'll bring her along Oh, it's going to be a her Yes, a little girl, yeah
2: Congratulations, girl dad
1: Yep We got one of both now so. There you go be awesome How's the
2: little guy looking forward to it? Is he excited?
1: Oh, he's mega stoked
2: Yeah And how's your wife doing? Is she feeling all right? Getting excited too?
1: Uh, She's ready to uh, get this baby out of her
2: Yeah Usually in that home <laughs> stretch Yeah
1: I mean, yeah, a, she,
2: I haven't had the experience personally <laughs> myself, but my wife was no, the same No, well, baby. me neither,
1: but I can imagine. <laughs> All
2: right, Reed, you got pick number four.
1: Oh, uh, before I start, I cracked open another beer. Yes, sir. Uh, and I have um, our Raspberry Beret, which is a new uh, porter. Uh, that is a raspberry porter that is quite delicious. <laughs> Turned out fantastic. My first ever like fruited dark beer, and it turned out really nice.
2: Awesome, Drew. You can crack a beer next to the microphone. It's a beer podcast. We're not in church. I didn't want to interrupt. So uh, yeah, I know
1: I, I I'm so mad when people look at me when I crack beers in church. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's why I started bringing crowlers or growlers so oh, that I man. can just twist the top.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I started bringing beer bottles, and things got a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, then you, you have to worry about. They have to worry about the clinking of the glass, but you know you get They get over it. You just do it when they when they uh, when they sing. It's fine. Yeah, or that when they do the bells. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just playing perfect. along,
2: baby. <laughs> just,
1: uh, so, I just need a, I just need a chip for my drink or drip, drink for my chip.
2: <laughs> um, Drew ran to go get another beer uh, while you were explaining what you had, but uh, it was it's called Raspberry Beret. It's a raspberry porter, which right. sounds delightful, oh, nice, kind of yeah. like a dark chocolate. Kind of raspberry oh, yeah. coffee. Oh, I bet that's real good. It's,
1: it's a like good a comment. pretty, tr- it's a pretty traditional English recipe. Um, but yeah, just kind of mixed her up with some raspberry puree, and it's very good. We've got stuff gone already. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My turn now. Um. I'm gonna go. My what's it going fourth? Yes, number four. Uh, I'm gonna go Misguided Angel from Divots. My old my buddy Germ Dog, um, which is a peach triple. Uh, I haven't had it for a while, but when I did, it made me want to feel like a misguided angel. Um, it was very very good. Uh, my wife had it, and she's not a big craft. Well, she is. She likes tasting stuff, but uh, she really really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed it too. So that's a really good, really good. I think it's kind of a fall seasonal for divots, but it's it's good.
2: Um, All the better to have a, a, a fall seasonal in your your fall football lineup. But with right. when, when Jeremy's throwing adjuncts into a beer, I I trust him fully to be adding those in sure. because everything Absolutely. he does there is so well balanced and you know he's so focused on being true and traditional um, that I'm sure that misguided angel peach triple is is a knockout.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought it. Was, I thought it was apricot, but. I looked it up on, on Taft and it was Peach. It might have been Apricot or Peach. It, it, it's all film all fruit. Yeah, I was going to say, pretty much the same. Name. Yeah. Uh, but if I were going to assign a position to uh, Miss Guide Angel, oof, it'd be like a tight end. Um, tight end that wants um, to say he's a bad boy. He doesn't really follow the rules.
3: No, that's cool. You just drafted Aaron Hernandez. That's all. Oh, what <laughs> so he gets in trouble. It's a tight end that gets in trouble.
1: Not like that kind of in trouble. Like like you know, like just mischievous trouble, like you know, spray painting the back oh, okay. walls, the so like the you know, pencil on the toilet and stuff like that, you know?
3: I gotcha. I didn't I thought maybe, you know, since we were already talking about OJ that that's all right. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, the next beer that I cracked open. <laughs> um, my second beer for the day is uh everything has eyes. From Cosmic Eye, um, nice. It's another good, a good IPA. It's a New England IPA. It's got the Simcoe and the Cascade hops. Um, I don't know. Cosmic Eye's IPAs are just uh, where it's at for me. Ben is uh, Yeah,
1: they're really good. Uh, they, I had one not too long ago. It's their their session their session IPA that Cosmic Eye makes. That is just bonkers good I can't remember what it is so never mind that's a never mind but yeah no I agree it's really good
2: (laughs) (laughs) sorry I I, I missed that bit but I heard kind of through the headphones as I was running to get a beer uh talking about a session IPA that uh that cosmic does
1: that's yeah what's it called do you remember
2: no I just that's all I heard
1: oh gotcha yeah Yeah. it was a banger
2: nice Maybe maybe that should be the new name of it. Hey Sam, you got It's a Banger on tap. <laughs> it's a banger. <laughs> you know that session IPA? Well read, uh you're you're up again with uh, pick number five. Oh. That snake all right. will bite you if you're uh, not if you're not watching for it.
1: All right. So my I'm I'm not gonna be a self righteous man. So next, my fifth draft pick. I couldn't decide, so I'm drafting my front three defensive, uh, linemen right here, right now, uh, for my left, my left, the end, I'm going, uh, roving rambler from my, my own creation. Uh, it's a 5.4, 5.6, uh, pale American paleo, maybe cascade and uh, triple pearl, uh, hops from Christian Hop farm Named roving rambler uh, a tribute to, uh, uh, Ramble On by Led Zeppelin and also uh, because uh, Josh Christensen just randomly showed up in the right room one day and handed me a whole bag of Trouble Pearl hops, so <laughs> I said i probably should use them. <laughs> that's,
2: a, um, that's a good man right there.
1: Yeah, he's, he's, he's one of the best. Uh, and then on the, on the the right side, he's my main blitzer. I got the good old B-side lager. Um, just a real easy, sessionable. That depends. Sometimes it gets away on me. You should get... Sometimes it hops to about 5%, but it's um, each lager made with uh, see what else, uh, triple pearls from Christian hops. And I guess I use comment with it now. So yeah, a um, little comment at the end kind of gives you a little citrus bite at the end. A um, little fresh note. Uh, that one's a very good lager. And then my nose tackle is my good old fist bite. Scotch <laughs> ale. Which is a banger of beer, actually. That's my next one. So,
2: you know, um, what what I love here is you're just saying
3: "fuck it" to the rules, <laughs> and you're just you're drafting a whole. That's line okay. All right.
1: I I'm, I I did this at work today, and I couldn't decide.
3: Where does your Where does your Scotch Ale clock in at as far as like ABV? Is it a, uh, is it a heavier one, or is it more of a? Yeah, accessible? you know, it's,
1: it's nine point two. <laughs> okay, that so yeah, boy. so very,
0: I th- I thought
1: I thought maybe you guys have had it before. No, we have. Yeah, I was, I thought you guys had it before. That
3: one probably got me in a lot of trouble. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not called fist bite for a reason.
2: <laughs> and you had you exactly. had, the last time we were out there, you had an Imperial Irish
1: Red. Mm. Yeah, uh uh no leaf clover, yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I didn't I didn't brew that this time. Um I uh back in November, I did a collab with my brother-in-law who has a trolley service here in Hardington. It's called the Bus Around. And I just randomly was like, I need some fresh ideas and I need something to, someone to do it with. You want to do a collab with uh, some brewery and your bus around? Yeah, sure. And it was just basically, he came and helped me brew it or watched me brew it. And we drank beer all night. Um, It's called the Mess Around and it's an Imperial uh, Brown Ale that's 10.7. Yes. God. And uh, with a bunch of brown sugar, and it'll put meat on your bone.
3: No kidding. I was just gonna ask you, like, how do you how do you bump up the ABV that much? But you answered that question, so
1: uh, I use I know the brown sugar is more of a flavoring note. Uh, oh, okay, it helps with alcohol, but it also it helps with flavoring. Uh, I use um, so my mash tun has uh, a grain capacity of only like two hundred. I think it's like 250 pounds, which isn't a whole lot. And it's not enough to be able to get that high. Mm-hmm. So once I get all my runnings and everything, I use uh dry malt extract and that's how I bumped it up. And I use two whole 50 pound bags for uh, the mess around. And um, that beer will get in trouble. Yeah. It'll make you want to mess. It'll make you want to mess around. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's... So we, we, named, we named it after the Ray Charles song. So, that sounds great. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, yeah. It sounds.
1: soon so I I brewed this Bite instead of no leaf clover for, for or for St. Patrick's Day. It's
2: a fair trade off.
1: Yeah, but, I thought so too.
2: But we got to bring no leaf clover back because that that imperial red is is one I still think about. Yeah, I will. I will for sure. Yeah. Nice. All right, Drew. Oh, hey, before you go, I yes. cracked open another beer. Okay, as well. let's hear about it. Um. So I figured I better get in the vein of who I'm drafting, and I cracked open uh, Zipline's Barrel Aged The Stout 2023 Reserve.
1: Um, Gee, You yeah. guys are hitting it hard.
2: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm like, only when I when I when my I, next
1: my next beer is probably gonna be a Bush Light. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just kidding, it's gonna be a Fist right.
2: So uh, I got a uh, Stout aged two years in rye whiskey barrels and bourbon barrels out of Zipline. Uh, it's clocking in at thirteen point nine percent. Jesus Christ! Um, it drinks like a real nice whiskey, uh, and it's big. It's a tall uh, can here, and you know what? This is probably the last beer I have tonight. Uh, could have been the first beer I had tonight. I could have just started <laughs> here and ended here, um, but that ranchero nah, was also fun? calling my name. What's the fun in that? Well, when I when I say you know I'm going to be responsible tonight, I'm just going to have two beers. You got to make them count.
3: Yeah, I mean so, you're home already, so you're true. fine. I am home. Um,
1: I got I got some beers in my cellar that I'm going to share with you guys that we need to drink together because they're they're coming to the end of their expiration and I need them to be drank.
3: Oh, we can't let them go and bad. I, want,
1: I yeah. And I want them to get drank. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well,
3: I, we'll fall on that sword for you. Yeah. If all right, thank yeah. you. Thank I, got you. A f- <laughs> I can bring a few
2: to the party, and and I'm sure Drew can too. We can.
3: I can. I'll bring Ben. Ben will bring a few, and we'll.
2: <laughs> It'll be a good time all around. All right, Drew, draft your. I don't know your f- fucking cornerback or whoever. It is my cornerback, hey. actually. Well, no, it's, hey. it's
3: not. I took that back. <laughs> it's a it's a defensive back. It's the uh, the Hanu t- Turtle Hanu Turtle Porter from Rockhopper Brewing Company out of Syracuse. Um, it is a it is what it says it is. It's a it's like a turtle, whatever latte, a chocolate caramel pecan, just. Um, it's a great beer, like it's just a great porter, but then it has all those other, um, you know, sweet, wonderful flavors to it. It's not cloying and like doesn't drink like artificial. A dessert beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not. It's not like that thick syrupy, um, sort of uh, mouthfeel to it. Um, and so yeah, it, but it still clocks in at six point nine percent ABV. Um, I figured since it's from Syracuse, you know, Tony White uh, also comes from Syracuse. We've had a couple of our own DBs transfer out and head that way. I know. The, I understand we're talking about different Syracuses, but for the sake of my uh, comparison, um, this is a, a beer from Syracuse that's coming our way. So, What if you thought that Syracuse <laughs> was the Syracuse in Nebraska <laughs> really and thought. not New York? <laughs> We'd be in a lot of trouble, I think. Um, I think it would actually make a lot of sense. Would it? Yeah. <laughs> I it? would start to, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's great. Uh, and then also Turtle, is uh, they have shells. Shell coverage is also a football thing um She's but it, fucking nerd. I know. Yeah, I really tried uh, this so hard. <laughs> um but also it's a it's got a it's a big bodied safety that that packs a hit. That's how I kind of saw this guy. Okay. So. Okay.
2: Yeah. Anyway.
3: Very nice turtle Porter.
2: You know what's nice now is so I've got my last two picks before we get into the uh, outside of Nebraska picks. So I get to like I get to bring mine home right now. It oh, okay. is really exciting. Yeah, yeah. So for my 5th pick I am going with the Double Barrel Abyssal Mouth Barley Wine from Jukes Aleworks in Elkhorn, Nebraska.
3: Did I not say I would write that down ahead of time? Did you? Yeah. There you go.
2: You thought I was going to step on the gas and then pull off? I'm coming back with another straight heater. This time, double. What Kyle does at Jukes with barrel aging isn't just some of the best in Nebraska. It's some of the best I've ever had, period. This guy is a mad scientist, and that's the kind of effort we're going to need late in games on Saturdays. We want the trick plays. We want the fifth quarter effort. We want to outwork, outthink, outsmart, and outplay our opponents, and this beer represents that attitude. This is the beer when I'm dead tired and have nothing left in the tank. I will run through a brick wall to get. It's not for everyone, but then again, neither is Nebraska, and I can live with that, as it means there's just more for me, baby.
1: <laughs> that whole abyssal- hey, ben. yes, sir. Are you gonna like try you to do? Uh, If I send you a can of my beers, will you do like a, a description of all my?
2: Read. I will get down on one knee, and it
3: would be my honor.
1: Oh my god! Yes, I'm terrible at it. So.
3: <laughs> you tell
2: me what you need, and I am there for you, bud.
3: Ben will, ben oh, will shoot ow. commercials for you. He'll do a full give, on I'll promo. I'll give you
1: all the. I'll give you all the beer you want.
2: You know what? It's surprisingly, it's not that much. I don't really like beer. as long as you drink as long as you drink it with me yes sir we can do that yeah I, I i absolutely love what kyle does at jukes uh if, if yeah. that little blurb wasn't evident um he is an absolute uh madman with everything he does that,
1: that's one of the ones he gave me for a wedding gift wasn't it?
2: that was one of the ones i gave you for a wedding gift
1: yeah that was that was delicious yeah yeah
2: i mean that's it's full bodied, it's rich, but it's flavorful. You taste the the barrel age because he makes a good beer for it to cling to. Um, he just does everything right, and and even the crazy stuff where like he's like, you got to try this beer but mix it with gin, and it's like it somehow works because that guy just understands flavors in a different way and and puts those things together. And and yeah, I'm just so happy that they're close to where when they do these bottle releases, I can be there day one, get in line, and and. Bring them home, chill one, age one, and give one uh, to good friends like yourself. Reed,
1: it was it was very delicious. I still have that half life from them. That's also so another
2: good one. Yeah, yeah, that one's a, that one's half stout, half barley wine. That one is yep. a, a blended butte, and I think I have one of those left in my fridge too.
3: Oh, mine don't last. Mine yeah. never
2: last. See, I, you gotta but... you gotta get kind of you gotta get patient with them because mm-hmm. I I my, let them just my... go ahead.
1: Oh, my uh, my, uh, with Haley being pregnant, I don't, I don't feel, obliged drinking, I don't want to drink a whole bottle of beer by myself, so, I actually cracked since when, um, uh, Michael Myers came up to do that piece in Dine Magazine, uh, I brought, we, he wanted to come join me for the brew day the next day, and so, I brought two beers from my cellar, and both were, like, 10%, and we drank them at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning, which was awesome, <laughs>
3: I mean, is there a better way? But to, I had no
1: one to sh- I had no one to share with, so I was like, "Ah, you guys are like you guys like beer a lot.
3: I'll share them with you." Yeah, yeah that's the perfect guy. Yeah, you got to find somebody that's going to really appreciate it, and yeah, even at eight a.m.
1: No, oh, no, no better time.
3: Time, time <laughs>
1: is an illusion. <laughs> we we ta- talked about, about circle, this before. Yeah.
3: You,
2: we called you. Time is a flat circle. Time is not, not linear. Fair.
3: Time doesn't exist.
2: Right. Time is a construct that's of it, man.
1: That's when it does. Got real deep. Then, it, then it hits you hard, but that's okay.
2: That is, that's what parenting is all about. Forget oh, beer. Man, let's let's I, let's get into this.
1: Don't get me started. All
2: right, I'm gonna bring <laughs> it. I'm that's,
1: gonna, a, that's a that's whole another hour long podcast that we don't have time for. Yeah,
2: I I hear you on that, brother. Hey, uh, I'm gonna move on to my number six pick. So this is gonna round off, and this is kind of a tough choice, right? Because there's two left on the board that I think could really bring it home. Um, but since I'm drinking a zipline beer, I think I'm gonna end it with a zipline beer, and I'm gonna go with Acres Ale, uh, Zipline Brewing nice. Company. Oh,
1: that's a good one. <laughs> this whole
2: time, he's yeah. been going fucking trash, trash. <laughs> oh, he picked one.
1: <laughs> oh, I, oh, I like all you guys' beer choices. but well, I haven't had a lot of them, but I like them. They sound good.
2: <laughs> well, for Acres Ale. Here's what I have uh, to say on that. Get yourself a beer that tastes like it was knee-high by the 4th of July. Acres is the perfect beer for those early-season games that are still too hot for football. I'm talking August, September, early October, where I want to put on my favorite Husker sweatshirt, but doing so would make me sweat to the point it was looking like I was trying to smuggle paraphernalia in a body cavity under the border. What I'm trying to say is this beer is a delicious crowd-pleaser, Plus, it's a local craft beer I can buy in a 12-pack of 12-ounce cans, which sure beats cracking a 16-ounce when there's only a minute left in the fourth quarter. Love the Acres beer. Um, It's crazy that it's a product tie-in beer that they could have easily just whatevered, and they decided to make a great beer, which I wouldn't expect anything less from any brewery in in Nebraska, let alone Zipline. It's a beer that's surprisingly good that you share it with people, and they go, oh, Acres, really? Implement dealer has a beer... Yeah, it's 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 an incredible example of what local ingredients can do uh in yeah. a beer. Yeah.
1: I really hope they I really hope they keep that around. I yeah. hope they don't get rid of it. I don't
2: know how they can how they can get rid of it because I mean it it sells, it moves.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I bought a 12 pack of that a couple of those 12 a couple tall packs this past fall and they didn't hang around very long.
2: Can we also say too, incredibly well designed can. Like it it looks good. It's beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. The Acres logo is a great logo by itself on the beer can with the black and white background. With their oh, it's it's great. It's clean. I love it. I love it all around.
1: Makes it makes you want to go buy a tractor. I mean, (laughs) it does. I did. I I couldn't. (laughs) I can't afford it, but.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right, Drew. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. um, wrap mine up with a wide receiver here. This is Donna's Raspberry Pilsner. Um if you listen, yeah, if you listen to the show, you know I'm in love with this beer. Um <laughs> That's this is great this is my razzle dazzle. Uh it's a 4.3% ABV. It runs a 4.340. Um it's how quickly I can drink one of these beers. It is this one this one was uh one that I w- I had zero expectations because I really didn't I don't like fruit in my beer in general. Um, I tried this and it knocked me off my feet like it absolutely floored me. Um, so it's yeah it's one of those where it's like oh it's just another wide receiver put on their tape and you're like holy shit like this dude can this dude can scoot so Donna's Raspberry Pilsner from Divots.
2: Uh, that was that was the one I was choosing between. And I'm oh, kind of pissed nice. I didn't go that route because <laughs> I would have loved to have taken that. Because uh, I just looked up the uh, raspberry cream saver, like the old 1990s candy cream savers. I looked oh, yeah. up their description and it like matches with that beer.
3: Well, they use, it, yeah, they use real raspberry puree. Like he he adds real yeah. fruit, real stuff to his beer. Yeah. And and you can take it.
2: I mean, You can taste it. It's, it's fantastic. I would imagine, Reed, that you got to be a fan of that beer too.
1: Yeah. 100%. It was on my it was on our brewery tap wall when we were opening for a very long time.
2: Yeah, that one's that's one of those that's like that might that might be up there with a Nebraska beer Mount Rushmore. I think that you could put that one up there as like universally accepted as like that is a great beer that people of all walks of life could could try and be like I like that. Yeah because that's how I felt when I saw the presidents on Mount Rotterdam. I went, you know what? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right, Reed, you have got your sixth pick plus your uh, non-Nebraska beer.
1: Oh, back to back? Yeah. All right. This one, I've had it a couple times. This one is like my... My quarterback, like uh, my Shane Falco from The Replacement. Oh, wow. My, yes. my, uh, my, uh, what's the Cruz guy from, uh, or uh, uh, Longest Yard? I can't think of his first name. Adam Sandler's character. Is it Paul? Paul Crew, yeah. Paul Crew, he's, you know, the down and the dirty. Uh, they give it your all no matter what, just oh. to beat the big guy.
2: Both great movies.
1: It's a cross-trained uh, gas station cheeseburger double mm. IPA.
2: Mm.
1: It was, it's with Strata, Citra, Simcoe, and El Dorado. And uh, if you haven't had it, find it when it comes out. It'll knock your socks off. It is. It'll. It's just a hot bomb, and it is boozy, and it is absolutely delicious. Highly recommended.
2: Very very fitting, too, that you would pick something with cheeseburger in it. As the <laughs> first time we met you at 9 in the morning, you came walking through the doors, uh, cheeseburger half eaten in hand. And, I aim to please. And just saying, how the hell are you? And you know what? If that, <laughs> if that wasn't the most beautiful way to start a friendship, I don't know what is. <laughs>
1: I was still hung over that one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we still to this day talk about how midway through the recording the Hardington Undertaker came in because he left his wallet behind and you guys were like, You're good. Just
1: yep. you're Same all right. Curve, yeah. yeah. He came to pay his tab, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like that's a proverb.
2: Your, the under, you, you the Undertaker pay, came yeah. in to pay his tab. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: you, you gotta pay your dues, you know. <laughs> you don't get across the river sticks for free. <laughs> But no, a, that's my
2: choice. That should be a beer name oh, for right. you. The the Undertaker Pays' His tab.
1: <laughs> I like that, yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, so what's your pick for uh beer within the Big Ten that's not Nebraska? Uh
1: my beer within the big ten, you guys are gonna make fun of me, but I I literally can't get enough of this beer. I was just at Iowa I was at Iowa State's campus a couple weeks ago for a conference. For NRD job and I didn't grab any beer from Ames but I did grab a mixed variety pack from Big Grove uh, Brewing Company out of Des Moines and that's Easy Eddie their they're, uh, New England style IPA is just so sessionable and just absolutely delicious that it's like it'd be like equivalent to Nebraska's Cherry Nectar nice um, I was in Dubuque end of February for a beer festival with a friend and, uh, we went to a Cody James concert after the beer festival. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had easy Eddie and cans and I think I had, like six. I, I couldn't feel my toes. You but cut out there. Was, was okay. that, you had, you said you had two? <laughs>
2: that's, that's,
1: no, no, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah I yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. You'll <laughs> two. Oh, it was, it was so much. It was so much fun. But yeah, uh Easy Eddie, it's a good session or not session, it's not a session IPA, but it's a good just easy drinking, New England style IPA that is just very good. I haven't had anything from Big Girls that I haven't liked.
2: You know, we can attest so to that. that. Yeah. Same. Yeah.
1: That would that would be my choice. And I I literally pick up a six pack of Easy Eddie whenever I can find it. So it's it's that good.
3: Wow. Yeah. I mean yeah, we stopped at Big Grove when we went to the the Iowa game and um they have a, a location out in Iowa City, which is yep. cool. It's a great spot. Like, if you go out there for a, a football game or just for whatever, um, you know, great food and, and tons of beer on tap. The, yeah, yeah, just it's a fun place to go. A
1: buck, definitely a bucket list company in itself.
3: So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Plus, they
2: serve that beer at the stadium, too, which was right. also right. Mm-hmm. A, a weird experience to be able to enjoy a Nebraska win and drink beer at the stadium.
3: Yeah. Novel Dude, concept.
2: I know Trev Alberts listens to this, so that's that was for him.
3: We just keep chipping away at that at that block. Yeah.
1: It'll it'll happen. I thought I didn't think in a million years they'd have beer at South Dakota State campus, but it only took two, so
2: Well, if South Dakota State can do it. Gosh right. darn it. Anyone can so can the big <laughs> red. All right, Drew, who is your big ten? Beer.
3: All right, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna stay in
2: Iowa. Oh my uh, god! I know. <laughs> it's fine for Reed. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> Iowa makes good beer. I'm they sorry. really do. They, 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 they no, they actually do. Like, <laughs> they do.
1: That, they do. Dubu- that Dubuque beer festival was like life changing. There's so Dubuque's... many good brewing companies there.
2: Dubuque's also an
1: incredibly beautiful town. Oh, absolutely! Like... If you guys ever get a chance, go to the Dubuque Beer Fest on night. It is incredible and invite me because I want to go to, <laughs> uh, again, because it is such a cool town yeah. and such a cool atmosphere. Uh, not to interrupt you, Drew, sorry. But they have a brewery called yeah, Ju- Jubex. Jubex new world ales. Fantastic. I had, I had a side pour pills that literally changed my life. It made me want to be a better person. <laughs> I'm still waiting on the when it happens, but but
3: you want it.
1: I wanted it. Yeah, yeah, at the time, it it made me want. Like it made me think.
3: Have Have
2: you
1: been to Dubuque,
2: Drew?
3: I have not. Okay. I've driven through it. Right. Okay. It's so it's do, at the very eastern. Yeah, and it's the intersection yes, it's of you're
1: facing Wisconsin.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm.
2: Iowa, Illinois, and Wisconsin are all like at this this intersection of uh, the river. They all come together right there. But it was a trading post for Al Capone. And so we had this hotel suite uh, in Dubuque at the Dubuque Hotel, the Hotel Julian in, in Dubuque. And it's this beautiful, like, 150-year-old hotel. And he had the top floor and everything like that. And so it's all, be- I mean, the town is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was all because it's got, like, mob tie-ins and stuff like that, too. But, yeah, I mean, I, that's where I went for my 30th birthday um, was my wife and I took a weekend out to Dubuque. Is this where they
3: make Templeton Rye? Wasn't that his, his whiskey? You know, as the
2: person on this podcast that drinks the most whiskey, I don't know, and I'm kind of embarrassed, and now I'm getting nervous. <laughs> okay, and uh, okay. what's your beer for it's the okay. Big Ten? Anyway, Drew?
3: <laughs> sticking in Iowa, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to uh, Knoxville, Iowa. Peace Tree Brewing is out there, and they make Blonde Fatale. It's a Belgian That's style blonde ale. Solid choice. <laughs> it's it's so it's just it's just a good beer. I have no like football tie. And I don't know what position it would probably be the cheerleader because it's blonde. Um, it would, it, what it
2: would probably do is have a lead in the Big Ten and then lose to a 3-8 uh, a and eight team. <laughs> um, and cling to its coach for 25 in, instead years. Instead of going to the Big Ten Championship. That's probably eight. what an Iowa beer would do.
3: Nice. Well, when they transfer into Nebraska, they tend to take off. It may be a wide receiver. It's a transfer out of Iowa. It's a wide receiver. It has a better career elsewhere. Um, no, Blonde Fatale is just a phenomenal beer. It's just good. Um, it's it's Belgian style. It's a heavy heavy alcohol, but it's got great like yeast um the the belgian yeast qualities to it so it's got the banana and the bubble gum um and a little bit of spice in there too so i just i don't know i just love that beer um peace tree in general is a is just a great brewery so
2: absolutely i have i have two beers from peace tree that i that i really like blonde fatale is fantastic um i was fortunate enough to have that on nitro one time at a beer fest (laughs)
3: That'd be interesting, yeah. It
2: just ups the ante on all those flavors that you mentioned.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and then they also have a red ale that they age in um, rye barrels that, I mean, um, would would give, you know, uh, no-leaf clover a good run for its money, too, on that kind of, like, nice imperial red kind of whiskey flavors, kind of those hotter flavors, stuff like that. Yeah. Kind of gives me those same vibes. Absolutely love it. Mm. So, yeah. Heck, yeah. Peachtree's a good choice. Where do you got... With the last pick, Mr. (laughs) Irrelevant. So I'm going uh, outside of Iowa. I'm going to Ohio, uh, Columbus. I'm going to go to the actual campus uh, for Jackie O's, and that is Sunless Sea. This is a beer that I've been thinking about uh, since we had it two years ago. Um, So Sunless Sea is a barrel-aged imperial stout, um, and I figure it's July, and what a better way to celebrate with a beer that leans heavily into flavors of black tea so strong that you would think that you were drinking it straight out of the boston haba right <laughs> this is some good shit i still think about this beer it's full of these clove and vanilla and cinnamon and the velvety mouth feel that you get from drinking a good cup of tea um it's it's warming it feels like you have your favorite cardigan on um And it feels like it is going to lose to Michigan for a third year in a row, but it still feels like a damn good beer. So I'm a huge fan of this Sunless Sea. I'm a huge fan of Jackie O's. Everything they put out is great. They're a pretty big brewery out of Ohio, uh, but that gives them the ability to do a lot of kind of crazy stuff. They remind me a little bit of Jukes, um, and I'm, as we can tell, a sucker for that kind of beer, where there's a lot of experimentation being done, a lot of... Uh, great beers being brewed and then aged in different ways to see what they come up with. And this is one where I'll never get to have it again. Uh, They made it one time. They celebrate that year, and that's kind of their vintage for the year. Uh, And it's a fleeting moment. But uh, so are college football players. We get to experience them for a short amount of time. Uh, They leave a huge impact on our lives, and we get to be grateful for all their successes and wish them the best in the future. And that's just the best way that I can think of celebrating these kind of beers is is to have these one-off moments where they're just... They're special. They're for us. They're for that moment of time, even though it doesn't exist. It's a flat circle. <laughs> Back on this shit again. Um, you got to just hold up a red light. Give me to stop fucking talking. That's my choice. That's no, that's, 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 that's that. That's that. That's a good segue. Yeah. So, there you go. So I think that's um, a that's a pretty good that's a pretty good beer fridge.
1: I'd fuck with that beer funny? fridge. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? Oh, I would. I would actually destroy that beer fridge. Um, isn't it kind of funny how like you can think you like you have something so special at a brewing company and like me as starting one, you have something so special at a brewing company. I think that it's such a treat and like, not that it's, it's just something that no one else has done. But yet then you go to some other place or you go to some other town, but you, like, you walk in, you're like, well, shit, this looks just like my place. kind of thing, or like, you know, something like that, or like, you know, a brewing company they've been to, or like the beer style kind of taste the same. You know, I've, I've or the you know, the beer tastes the same kind of thing. Um I've come across that more times than a few and it just it's either humbling or it makes you kind of be like, Oh shit, I should probably do something a little different.
2: Well see, I think of it almost on the alternative side. It's it's kind of nice that like it means that there's shared experience out there that we don't even know exists, right? Like this person right, is yeah. having a similar experience to me and they're in a place where I never thought I would go, but yet it feels like home. Like there's there's something right. that's almost like Welcoming to that idea, and then you right. then you look at him and you go,
1: "I'm fucking better than that." But <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, there's still a little competition, yeah. right?
1: A little every, every, comp. every every time every time I drink a cream ale, he's talking about. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're gonna be like, "Well, Ben and Drew wouldn't, wouldn't like this one as much. Mine's mine's way better." Mine but I but I get what you're saying, right? Like th- there are these kind of shared experiences, and there's only you know so many ways to to skin a beer, but eventually get to the point to where you're like okay like these people i feel like might be more my people than the last brewery we went
1: to
3: right right yeah and i I think each brewery kind of still has its own profile like i could like i could pick out you know what i mean like i can pick out like the difference between like divots and zipline and cosmic eye and 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 cross train and any any of them like right um
1: yeah they all they all have their own profile yeah for sure
3: yeah you you can you just get a sense of of um, I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there's a there's this something that's happening with the brewer where it's like they're trying to appease people because they're trying to stay in business, um, but they're also trying to express themselves in a way um, that that sets them apart. Um, and you're right. working within certain styles that have clear definitions and 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 um, and so it's like how they're, can
1: we? Sure, there are more guidelines.
3: Really, well yeah, there guidelines. yeah, but they're but, but you wanna you wanna <laughs> like right you wanna like stay within them, but like where can where can we cross sure, where yeah. can we cross the line sure, and yeah. still be exactly. drinkable and still be recognizable and still you know be
1: Yeah. I mean here. you look at now, every brewery has a cold IPA four years ago, five years ago, it was called an IPL and people were like, I don't like that and then cold IPA
0: and like, oh my god, I love it so bad.
1: It's un it's unreal. I mean, I remember not that I'm that old, but uh, I remember when, like, like you guys ever had Drecker? I've probably brought it up before. Drecker up in Fargo, yeah. Like having having their hazy IPAs and stuff like that was like eye opening to like what that whole new era of craft beer was or is going to be. And it's just, they they just blew open that door, and they're like, hey, we're going to sell you a $25 four-pack, $25 four and you're going to like it, and you're going to drink it, and it's going to blow your mind. Well, that's exactly what it does. I mean, I've paid $25 for a lot less, but it still works.
2: Right. Yeah, you know, sometimes... And it's,
1: it's awesome.
2: Sometimes we get, get some of that feedback with some of the beers that we try, because... They do, you know, twenty dollars a bottle or fifteen dollars a bottle for some of the stuff that we're that we're sampling on the show. And by no means do I expect anyone to go out and, and spend that same amount of money. It is sometimes just dumb. Um, but when you think about all the work and not just the the physical work, but the thought that goes into it, the years of experience that go into it, I don't think guys are making a whole lot of money off a twenty dollars bottle of beer. That's that's just to recoup. You know, that's no no. That's what uh, guys no. got in it for was to make that specific bottle. And they don't want to make money on it. They just yeah, they just, just trying to can't lose any money yeah. on
3: it. But you you have to I, you just have to shift your perspective. Like you're not buying it the way that you're picking up a case of Bud Light to go to a right. party. Like that's just not what it is. Right. You you're buying you're, an experience. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so is it like, is it worth it to you to spend that money? I don't know. Like maybe maybe not. Maybe it's not. If you don't want no, to, I've, then go do do what you want to do. I've, but we can go go I've, play I've, putt putt <laughs> with your twenty bucks. <laughs> i spent
1: probably up. I spent upwards of forty bucks for a bottle of beer, if not almost fifty. If it's the right but bottle, shit, man. So, so, shit. That beer was freaking delicious.
2: You know what? Though, and I
1: remember we it was it was one. It was not gonna get sentimental here on you for a sec. It was so. Me and my friend Chris and Nick up at uh, Wooden Legs. Uh, we all worked together. We did a beer share every Monday night for two and a half years didn't did, did never miss even if it was like freaking christmas we never, like we we're like oh shit we gotta go to a, i got a beer chair to go to but we never had a repeat beer and i brought that bottle of beer on the last beer share that we did before we all moved away from Brooklyn. and it was it was awesome it was it was it was something I'm, you know, you'll never forget i don't even remember what the beer was but it was worth it
2: it's something you'll never forget, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't remember what the beer was. I, but what remember you remember the were the damn feelings, right, man? Yeah, exactly. That's you what remember mattered. the experience. Yeah. And, and I don't even what, remember. Yeah, I don't remember what the beer was, but it was the experience. And that's why you spend the money, right? Like, because you get to, I mean, that's, that's when you're experiencing someone else's art, right? That's when you're experiencing the craft. You're experiencing, um, you know, this skill set that's being put forth and, like, Sure, you know, you can taste it in in a well-balanced beer like the Copper Alt or like those other beers that are like really good right. every time you sit down for them. Like that's one type of experience. But then, you know, when you see a master pick up a paintbrush, it's going to cost a little bit more to get their Mona Lisa. And and it's not so much that like, oh, it was a great experience to walk through the crowd at the Louvre to see it. But like to actually stand in front of it and be a part of that moment is what it's there for. Like that's that's what that is. and, and Yeah. That's that's what those bottles do. Those special bottles. And, they're they're there for the moment, and and exactly.
1: Yeah. They're, there free to, they're there for you to. They're there for to sit down and enjoy that point in time. And depending on what point of the night it is, then you will be able to, you know, just just sit down and enjoy, and. It's no different you know that thing It's no different than sitting down and having all of a sudden a fifteen dollar glass you know, two shots of bourbon and stuff like that and sitting down and enjoying that and that that shit'll change your life too.
2: Yeah. Well I think that's about as good a spot as any, Reed, to say thank you for your time and no, uh you, you know, to, to say thanks for hanging out with us. We we cherish these opportunities to hang out with you uh on a yearly basis and we wish It were more often, and we'll make it more often.
1: Yeah, I miss you guys.
2: Uh, We miss you too, man.
3: I want to come see your kitchen when it's ready. Yeah. Yeah,
1: please do. You guys (laughs) guys just have to come to Hardington and bring the wife and kids and just come hang out for a day.
2: Yeah. That'd be great. I think so too. Hey, we wish you the best of luck to you and your wife and your your growing family. Uh, We hope that everything goes well in the next coming month. Um, We look forward to seeing pictures, and I'm pretty sure Drew and I will put together a care package and send your way.
1: Sounds good. I'll, so. I'll come up with something myself.
2: So, Perfect. That was why I wanted to do that. <laughs> 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 awesome, Reed. Well, you have a great night. Thanks yeah. again for hanging out with us, man. Thanks, Reed. Love you, guys. Take Love it you easy. too. We'll Love talk to you later. Later, guys. Bye. So, that does it for this episode of Wannabe Walk Ons. We want to give a special thank you to Reed from Big Hair Brew House for joining us for this week's episode. Do yourself a favor and journey to Hardington, Nebraska to check out Big Hair Brew House. Play around a round of golf at Hardington Golf Club and end the evening with a delicious dinner at the Globe Chop House.
3: And join us next week for a replay of our live show from Hale Varsity Club as we preview Nebraska's non-conference opponents and profile Kinkater Brewing Company from Broken Bow, Nebraska.
2: Funny enough, my spell check wanted to correct Kinkater to kinkier. (laughs) We want to thank all of our listeners, both new and long time, for tuning in. If you have anyone who you think would enjoy a listen, we would truly appreciate your recommendation.
3: Remember to do your part. Drink local beer wherever you are. If you have any breweries you would like us to sample on the show, visit wannabewalkons.com to tell us where to drink next.
2: Thanks for listening, and as always, drink Big Red.
3: Drink Big Red.
2: at Sports Network Production.